the icons of real estate podcast. Are you ready to learn the proven money-making secrets from top producing icon agents? Ready to skyrocket your business? This podcast is for you. Tune in every week with your host, Tomasz Fonseca, and find out how to implement proven strategies to 10 times your business. From $3 million to $30 million in just 12 months. Brought to you by the Masters in Real Estate Marketing, Arter SEO. Welcome to the Icons of Real Estate podcast. I'm your host, Patty Teal, and our icon today is none other than Danita Hill. Danita Hill has set the pace in the real estate industry for 40 years. She has been the top producing realtor for Exit Realty in the state of Tennessee every year since 2016. She was the first to start the real estate team concept, the Upper Cumberland, in the Upper Cumberland. Danita has a passion for her community and for making dreams come true for her clients. Welcome, Danita. Well, and thank you and good morning. And uh, good morning from Cookville, Tennessee, everyone. Oh, I haven't spent much time in Tennessee, but I looked at pictures of the area that you are in and it looks like there's waterfalls and it's just amazingly beautiful. It, it really is. And surrounded by beautiful countryside. And I tell folks that ask me why they should consider moving to our area. And I said, there's so much. It will take me a while, but I will tell you, in my opinion, obviously the benefits of what we've just discussed and the economical aspects is very important, but I tell you, it's the people. The people. I believe mm -hmm. we have folks in our community that are the most helpful. They truly care and they love new people joining us. So that makes it really good uh, for anyone that's considering moving to a smaller, oh, yes. but yet a, a progressive town. Well, that is lovely to hear. And mm -hmm. goodness sakes, I certainly want to visit there because I love hiking. I love the outdoors. I love the woods. And so it just looks like a fabulous place to be. You would love that. Absolutely. Yeah. When you come, I'll take you and show you some of those places. You will? <laughs> Thank you so much. Sure. I love doing that. Yes. Yeah. And the pricing on the houses, uh, you know, seems so reasonable compared to other areas. I was looking at some of the listings. Can you discuss that just a little bit? Well, sure, I can. Um, our particular area, we're about halfway between Nashville and Knoxville, uh, which makes it very accessible for folks that need interstate, you know, uh, convenience. But um, I, I think what we've uh, seen from folks uh, that have moved here and continue to tell me and local folks too, is that our quality of what we offer is amazing in construction and all of those added benefits, amenities that we have outside of that. And again, the people are most welcoming and want to be here to introduce folks and help them, you know, with their moves and all. Wow, that is lovely. So uh, I had to find out a little bit about the area, but I want to wind back around because you've been doing this for 40 years. So we're going to go back to when you were just a little youngster and got into this field and just tell us a little about the journey and how you got to where you are today and what drew you into this field. Well, you know, as I was a marketing major in at Tennessee Tech University here in our area, I always had hoped that someday I could utilize uh, a profession that could, uh, the benefit of having 
had those uh, four years of marketing. So um, I, I first, when I got out of college, I was a, uh, a court reporter. Very interesting. Uh, then as two or three years went along, and of course the workloads, working all night, I decided I, I, I'm going to have to do something I'll work hard at, but yet mm-hmm. I can have some risk between 10 and four or five. So a lot of my friends and people in the area said, hey, you should think about real estate. So I said, well, maybe, but I often thought with the math and all the things involved, the equations there, that could be a little bit of a, of a struggle, but you know what? It's been the easiest thing in the world because really? if you love people mm-hmm. and you love helping and making a difference, it just pulls it together so easily. So I, in 1978, I became a full-time, well, actually a part-time realtor at that time. And I worked for a gentleman, Dan Turnbull. I love him like family. Knew that I guess that I would be able to do okay in the business. So he challenged me. And he said, hey, if you can work part-time and you sell a million dollars in real estate, I'll send you to Hawaii, you and your family. Well, all I need is a challenge. That's all I need. Uh-huh. I said, hey, Dan, just go ahead and buy the tickets. Oh, <laughs> hey, you look. are so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Very and confident. He, I like that. Uh, well, he looks at me and said, really? I said, go ahead, because I will have that before mm-hmm. the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Well, sure enough, that year in September, part-time, I had gotten just past that. So he calls me and says, well, you know, I should have bought that ticket, but I'm going to buy it now. <laughs> so <laughs> my two children, husband and I had a wonderful time in Hawaii for a Oh, how wonderful. And, uh, and it just uh, having, I guess, the guidance of such good people as Diane and other people, it made it very easy to learn. And, uh, and I'm very grateful for that because I have so much to be thankful for with people that have been in my life. Oh, that's a beautiful story. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, and then you just yes. kept going ever since? I kept, well, then I figured out after that first year, you know what? I love this so much. I'm going to go full time. Well, of course, Dan was pleased about that. And, and I did. And it, it just progressed from the love of the business, the challenge of the business, and the desire to learn and make a difference that really brought it all together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, along with that, people say, well, what is the other ingredients? There has to be, I said, hard work. <laughs> yeah, there is that. <laughs> I, I mean, you might want to get up earlier than five o'clock sometime, but I've, I've always been an early riser and I'll work until I'm tired and I can't work anymore. But at the end of the day, I know that you give 110%. That's what I always want to do. Give more than I receive. And it's very well. Um, and I imagine because it's not a huge town that you kept those connections with the people. And are you even friends with them? Oh, I am. I I am. And I love it when, when there's functions in our town Mm -hmm. that we go to and I see people or families and you're able to catch up with them and how they're doing and, and all of that. And it just, it, those memories you make and the results that come along with it is just really a hard way uh, I mean, it just easy. It's easy to to uh, achieve when you work hard, but it's hard to describe what that feeling feels like. Mm-hmm. You have people after forty years mm-hmm. say thank you again. That those oh. words, thank you. Mm-hmm. Dad taught me on a big old farm. Had a there were seven children and there were five hundred and fifty acres, 
And every day I'd go milk the cows with my dad. He said, you need to tell people as many people as you see during the day. Thank you. They'll never forget it. It'll turn a frown into a smile. I have on the back of my card, the two words, thank you, why you? And I just, that gratification just really sums it up, I think. Boy, I don't think when you have that kind of a gratitude that you could be an unhappy person. So that explains the feeling that we're all getting from you, I'm oh, sure. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. So um, have you been with the same brokerage for all these years? No, I have not. I started out with my truly wonderful friend, Dan Turnbow, with his, with his company. And then as after a few years, I was offered, obviously, as so many people are, uh, mm-hmm. something you felt like you couldn't turn down. So I've been actually with four, okay. with four companies. I started with Exit Group in 2016. Uh, been very happy with, you know, with that process. And I am the broker here. Uh, actually, Exit owns the business, but it freed me up to do what I love doing. So that has really been a blessing. Oh, how wonderful. Yes. And I know um, I saw online that you're credited with bringing the team concept to the area. So maybe you could speak a little to how you got that started and where your team uh, started and where it is today. Yes. Well, yes, I did. I belonged to the Howard Brenton group. And you may have remembered or heard of Howard Brenton. He passed away a few years ago, but a very motivating individual. And I would go to at least one of his seminars a year and sometimes two. Well, they were very progressive thinking. And Eric Martinez from Colorado had brought that idea to our group uh, back in 1984. And he said, hey, we challenged each other to come up with better ideas, how we can help people. So he said, you know, I was sitting at a doctor's office about two or three months ago. And I thought, hey, why can't the real estate business work like the office? You have someone that, of course, answers the phone and helps that person as much as they can. Then you have uh, a listing coordinator, a closing coordinator. And then there you would be the team leader. I thought about that and I stayed in touch with him and it was working well. So yes, I brought that to Cookville, Tennessee in 1984. It People thought at first, oh, I don't understand why you would do this. Mm-hmm. Well, when they saw that how much simpler and easier it made it for everyone, buyer, seller in the organization, they caught on. There's a whole lot of teams in the area now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And yes. it must have freed you up a lot with your uh, charm and, and ability to relate to yes. people to do what you do best. It, it, it really did. Because when I think back in 1978, and, and that was really before we had... Um, uh, we had the big telephones. I don't know. You probably couldn't remember them, but we oh, had telephones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Believe me, I remember. I'm right there with you. <laughs> nothing was electronic. So we carried keys on a big ring, which I still have. And I'm making a little collage of all this. Mm-hmm. And of course, we had those really thick MLS books, which mm-hmm. have things on the computer. But um, we uh, uh, were able then uh, from being able to take that team concept and have people to help do all that. It made such a big difference. Right. Great. Yes. And yes. how many are on your team today? 
Well, there's there's actually uh, five of us. Oh, five. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my husband uh, for since 2002 has been the person that's been the detail person. He uh, retired from UPS. He was um, uh, a district manager with them. So obviously he had all of those uh, attributes. It makes keeping up with details really easy. And I needed that <laughs> because I was, wonderful to have somebody take care of the details. I, I wish I had an assistant like that. <laughs> you know what? He, he, he said, and you really don't have to pay me. I said, oh no, you're worth your weight in gold. Don't say uh, that. But yeah. uh, at any rate, that was a huge benefit. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. all of the other folks that, you know, were very qualified, they just make that process so much easier, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. And, you know, when people are doing what they enjoy and they're good at, it just makes everybody so happy. I have uh, a friend uh, who loves like to read manuals, instructional manuals. Can you imagine that? So when no, I, I cannot, I would get a new piece of equipment for audio. I would take it over to him and he'd be like like a kid in a candy shop. He was so excited. So it takes all kinds. Isn't that amazing? And see how <laughs> it becomes. All of us have different um, different likes and dislikes and what mm-hmm. someone will do and what a difference it makes for us to have someone like that oh, on board. Absolutely, yes. It's true. So I, could you highlight some of what you feel are your major achievements over the year? I'm thinking real estate, but it could be anything. Oh, I'll have to tell you the major achievement I've ever done is being a grandmother. Oh, lucky you. <laughs> I, I tell you, I had always heard that, you know, you'll never know a life really how you've been blessed until you become a grandmother. Yeah. Well, I have a, um, well, she just turned six last week. We went to Disney World. Oh, how oh, fun. Uh, what a joy. What a yeah. joy. And then two older grandsons, uh, but but that would be my major achievement, and mm-hmm. other. But but then going back to real estate, um, I would have to say that being able to do the numbers and the results that I really never thought about doing, and I never really know where I am until like maybe in the first quarter, second quarter, and then at the end of the year, somebody say, "Where are you?" I said, well, "I don't know." <laughs> I, I just keep on doing what uh-huh. I love and right. sort of continues to progress. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, it, it, that in and of itself, being able to be the number one uh, exit realtor out of, I don't know how many in the state of Tennessee, and now the Southeast were the last mm-hmm. three years. So mm-hmm. I would say those probably uh, professionally are the greatest achievements and I have so many people to well you just can never retire because people would miss you too much so I I hope you (laughs) certainly seem like (laughs) you're not gonna retire (laughs) no well it looks like you have enough energy to keep going for it well it's you know long time thing I try not to think about the age thing in numbers Mm -hmm. of it and how you feel and how you look at the world sure you know you wake up I've always been very positive Mm-hmm. And I always make a positive um, note every morning. Uh, I, and I have a song I've sung for many years. And you probably have heard the song. It, it's actually a gospel song. Mm-hmm. And, and it goes like, something good is going to happen today. And you know, I sing that. Wow. So oh, that, lovely. Gives me, that gives me vibes of, hey, the world is okay. You just go out there and do what you know you do best. And, it, and it's been wonderful. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh, 
I just love your attitude of gratitude and just your appreciation of, of the world. That's really I wonderful. I do, I do, I do. And and I know there's many situations for a lot of people that are that become, you know, misfortunate, things happen. But I just think if you look back and count your blessings all the way along the way, that lightens your load a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. even during those times. Right, right. Yeah. So how was it the past couple of years for you in your area? Was it like it was with the rest of the country with low supply and uh, things yes. were selling very, very quickly? Yes, absolutely. We saw things happen in our area and community much like a lot of people did. I mean, homes would go on the market and the same day or maybe a couple hours, they'd be gone. There were overbids. Mm-hmm. I would have people that, and several did buy sight unseen yes. with the pandemic and all that was going on. That was totally understandable. And one of the first questions they would ask me sometimes in some of the larger areas, such as California, New York, and Florida, they say, how much should I expect to, overbid on this in the beginning and I said well you don't need to overbid at the beginning you may end up doing that if you choose to mm-hmm. but let's start with list and kind of the competition of offers we'll know what we're going to need to do and so many did do overbids which was really amazing to all of us here we've never experienced that before and then we've had the low inventory mm-hmm. I mean you have to have a good supply to sell in order to meet the needs of people. Mm-hmm. So I tell people when I, I do my, my prospecting and seeing people, I leave our office and say, I'm going to go big for listings. <laughs> fun because some of the places that I free- Well, the competition for them just- Oh, it's amazing. Right. Yeah. And I walk in here the bank where I go all the time with the bus, I say, does anybody need to sell out? <laughs> and lock the, the, lock the door. <laughs> yeah. They say, oh, no, here comes Donna. Remember, she's going to ask you if you'll sell Aww. your house. You never know what someone's thinking that that you know might be a possibility. Right. Yeah. 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 So, could you address as things are slowing down uh, how that changes? the way you work and the way you help others, because certainly we're just kind of maybe going from one extreme to another, or maybe not. Just tell me where you think we're at. Well, I I think we've seen certainly a different climate change in real estate Mm -hmm. in the last few months. I think in order that you have to keep uh, your priorities more in order now than ever, your listings have to be the priority. Because once again, you have to have something available for those people that need to move here. Mm -hmm. It's been more difficult because the economy uh, and the the pricing for our local people, some of those folks have been bid out of the market. So now they won't lots of times think of selling because they can't replace what they have. Sure. Where would they go? Where would they go? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that has been a huge... um, uh, situation for lots of people. Lots of people would have loved to have taken advantage of these wonderful interest rates. Right. You know, where can I go to get anything close to or similar? So that has been the real challenge for mm-hmm. the last, you know, probably year and a half, close to two years. Mm-hmm. And yeah. even now, if they decided to sell because interest rates are up, that might 
make them think twice before they would list their house. I'm just well, asking. Well, that's yeah. true because mm-hmm. when it starts going up, you've got to know where you're going to be with where you land. Mm-hmm. And interest rates can be up on a couple percentage. Well, that would make a big difference for most any family. Right. And of course, so many people that moved here from the larger towns were cash buyers. So they had not that concern. But your average local people have had mm-hmm. that as a major concern. Yeah, I really understand. Mm -hmm. So do you get a lot of people who uh, either buy second homes or just have left other areas to come? And and if so, which areas are they coming from? Yes, yes. Well, we've had uh, probably four to five states, obviously California being the number one Mm -hmm. state. Uh, We've had a a lot of people from the Chicago, Illinois area, Mm -hmm. New York, from Florida and from Texas. Mm-hmm. Those have been the five top states, although several other people in the mix with, you know, job transfers and or and second home buyers mm-hmm. uh, has been has been pretty prevalent in the last year and a half. Yeah, well, that seems to be uh, pretty typical, doesn't it, of what's going on around it the is. country? It is. I mean, it's just had to be an adjustment for everyone. Right. You know, everyone I- involved. Yes. And uh, for your newer agents coming into a time uh, selling real estate that they've never faced before, how do you advise them? Well, I advise them to learn as much about the business. Know the market. I mean, know the inventory. And because it's better and easier now, because there's not as you know much out there. But then learn, read books every day. Watch your uh, watch anyone that's providing a good seminar. Tom Ferry is great with that. Uh, I've shared numbers and numbers of books with people, and I've highlighted several things. It's been a big help for me over the years. And I just say, do not get discouraged. Keep the positive thinking going. Mm-hmm. And people read that very easily from folks. If they feel you're not um, showing uh, vibes of of knowing that you they they will be helped by you, they're obviously not going to you know choose you as their realtor. So so many that they can learn from online and the read 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 and get out among people. Ask questions. Ask mm-hmm. people. Hey, tell them what you do for a living, and say, oh, I'd love to help you if you have five or ten minutes. Sometimes I'd love to sit down with you. You would be surprised at the people that say, oh, sure, let's talk now. I mean, they want to learn. It's something that affects all of us in the real estate. You know, most everybody has a home and they want to know what's going on with it, you know? Right. Yes. Well, I see you have so many positive attributes. You're so um, grateful for things and your attitude is just amazing. But what do you feel is your biggest strength? Oh, I would probably have to say my biggest strength is just I just strive to learn all the time all the time and I do what I tell other folks that are getting in the business learn 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 read 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 ask 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 and when you pick up just one pearl I call them pearls Mm -hmm. uh, about the business you can use that to help people so much and sometimes in negotiation, that's when so many of the newer folks need some assistance because that's much more difficult sure. than going out and doing the listing uh, per se. I just, you know, if, if, if people turn down an offer that you feel is very good, 
Mm -hmm. uh, I've seen that happen many times. And this is what I say in my closing suggestions or remarks to them. You do know that we're turning down this offer and you have bought your home back for what's on this piece of paper here. Mm -hmm. Think about that. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't realize that. They may have paid 150, you know, 10 years ago. That house might could be four, four fifty now. Mm -hmm. Just compare where you've been and where you're going. Right. That will help make that decision. Wow. Such a simple thing, yet it's so yes. effective. Yeah, it really is, and a lot of people don't think about that until you mention, you know, look at where your profit is, and 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 then when they really think about it, they understand. I've had a lot of folks that have done a, a final contract after we talk that. You know, yeah. mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. yes. So obviously for all uh, realtors, brokers, a lot of the time is spent prospecting, finding leads. What are your favorite ways to get people? You've been there 40 years, so a lot of people already know you, but what are your favorite ways to build your business? Oh, I say I, I, I build it one wonderful buy and seller at a time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and when someone is thinking of selling and they do the interviews and I love interviewing, by the way. Oh, I, can I tell love you. You should have your own show, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I really? love that because it gives an opportunity to speak your heart to people. Uh -huh. Tell them this is what you're all about and that you're, you will do what you tell them you're going to do. Because that's where a lot of people fall down. They will tell folks, oh, I'll do this, that, and other. But you need to show them what you tell them. It's your word and you'll do. Mm -hmm. So that, I think, probably has been my strongest uh, benefit. I love that. And I also love to see people happy. So mm -hmm. I'm going to do whatever I can to make them happy. <laughs> so. well, I think you went into the right field and, and I just love seeing you so happy and that you've had such great success. Well, do you go ahead. Do you have any uh, goals? I'm sure you have goals, but oh uh, where do you want to take it from here? Well, you know, so many people ask me, uh, you know, oh, do you ever plan to retire? Well, the answer is no, but we don't know what life has in store for us. Mm -hmm. And when that day might come, then I will know that it's my time. Mm -hmm. And I do have my goals. I believe in goals. Uh, I still write them down January 1, no, December 31st. Mm -hmm. My goals for in each quarter, I check off those goals and see where I am. And I am so upset with myself if I'm not there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I become, I'm harder on myself than anybody. <laughs> I bet so. I do need to be. I'm that type of personality. And that's the way that I'm able to, to move forward and, and get it handled. You know, yeah. I'm a list maker myself. And in fact, um, I, I love to check things off. <laughs> There's a feeling about that check mark, isn't there? <laughs> there is. There is. Even I, I know I did it, but it's just so fun to go check. It is. The visual yes. thing is so mm -hmm. important mm -hmm. in any business, but it sure is in this one. Yeah. Yes. So those are some wonderful goals. Do you have goals as far as your business, as far as uh, growing it to a certain point? Well, I think, you know, I, I will continue to work really hard. And it's mm -hmm. me, work, work, work shouldn't be used, but to continue to do what I do every right. day and love that. Uh, I want to continue to do the best I can do and be the best that I can be. Mm -hmm. As my daddy always told me and my mother too, you give 110%. 
that other 10%, it may not be uh, obvious to you in a year, two or three, but it someday it'd be real obvious to you. And that is so true. Yeah, no, that's, that's good. And everybody is so different. Some people like to say, I want to sell this many more houses by this time. But, uh, you know, it certainly works to say, I'm going to put my all into it. And well, that's what that's I'm right. doing. That's mm -hmm. right. And then I've always been fortunate every year when I do this, it always seemed to improve. Right. So there's an old saying, if it's, and, and my school teacher said, never use the word ant, but there's an old saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So that's kind of what's worked well for me. Right. I love those. Are they called them colloquialisms? I, uh, yes. That's what they like call that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It. My mother I had, love, I love I them love too. That. My mother had a million of them, but um, my kids, when I say them, they, they look at me like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you're when you're becoming like your mother, as everyone does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and what exactly. a wonderful thing! But at the I time know. we were watching their parents, that was right. They'd be like my mother. Yeah. Yeah. Any business challenges? Well, I think the, the business challenge for everyone right now is having uh, the business to maintain and still be able to bring to the table. Uh, more properties mm -hmm. all these wonderful people want to move here yeah I mean it's uh it's a supply and demand thing and and uh air, we have so many other area larger areas want to come to Tennessee and middle Tennessee especially mm -hmm. so and they're moving away from Nashville because it's grown so much right. in the last you know five to ten years uh, just about a 45 minute drive to an hour is where they want to be and that's us mm -hmm. right here in Tennessee Oh, wonderful. That's yes, wonderful. yes. Well, I can't tell you what a delight it has been. I know people are going to love you and are going to enjoy this episode so very much. Thank you for being our icon for this well, episode. I, well, I thank you kindly for asking me to be. It's been a joy. You are a joy. Oh, you're sweet. you. <laughs> anyone out there that I can ever help, I promise you, I keep my phone on from seven o'clock in the morning to eight thirty at night oh. <laughs> and if my phone number's there i will we'll answer it and i will help you well of course we can't leave without you giving your contact information sure so people absolutely. could get a hold of you absolutely um my cell phone number and i always have this little creature with me like i said from seven in the morning to about eight thirty at night is 931-261-1500 I've had that number since 1987, by the way. <laughs> wow, what, you know, you don't have to change them anymore. Back in the day, you know, they had the roaming charges and you had to, but now you can go anywhere with that That's number. That's true, and it's easy yeah. to remember, too. Right. And then the office number, uh, we're located at 818 East 10th Street in Cookville, Tennessee, and the office number is 931-526-4455. And, of course, I'm online at mm -hmm. com, and that Donita is spelled D-O-N-N-I-T-A. Right, it, I know. It's that. spelled a lot of different ways. Two ends in Donita. Yes. That's it. That All is right. it. Yes. All right. Well, yes. it's been a delight. Thank, thank you so very much. And well, you have a blessed day. And thank you. You as well. I appreciate thank it. You. Yeah, thank bye -bye. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.